Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Intellectual Podcast, where we're just putting a little bit of nuance to the polarizing conversations of the internet. And I say that every time. I don't feel like we've lived up to that. Oh, no. But that's neither here nor there. Well, I'll I'm just throw just, that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, like it's a big claim, and I don't know how like well we've lived up to it for our, all our episodes, because we're not really talking about polarizing conversations that much yeah uh, uh, yeah yeah we're talking about we we have talked about polarizing conversations it's like the most controversial just, thing we talked about uh probably like the nice guys red mm, pill, red po- pill maybe. episode maybe. was probably like our most like the most like trigger triggering word yeah. like thing that's maybe on Barbie. like TikTok. Yeah. Also Barbie. We did we did get very controversial, I think. Never mind. I retract my previous yeah. statement. Either way, I'm Jem. And I'm Renee. And we're your hosts for today and yes. every other time and for all of eternity. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Oof>. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about some cool things today. Some relevant things today yeah i think this is a sentiment that everyone that is currently dating in the modern era has experienced some form or another mm-hmm. and that is situationships Ooh, our favorite thing Don't my low-key what? favorite thing though oh, wow like, my actual low-key favorite that. thing i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna lie to people. can you expand on that <laughs> what do you mean it's your favorite thing i'll expand on it in the episode but okay. long story short i don't know why people are as stressed out about quote-unquote situationships mm-hmm. as they um are are yeah <laughs> as they yeah. are they the idea of a situationship in my brain doesn't need as much stress as it's given mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. so i'm like this is casual this should be fun and easy why are you guys so yeah yeah pressed about this all the time yeah <laughs> constantly always pressed always always yeah no i guess i i agree with you on on that one and in terms of like in my least understanding place mm-hmm. um, right right like speaking from my like point of view yeah i don't get it from my <laughs> point of view i'm yeah i am i am sort of like in a all you have to do is this and this and this, and right. then that's fine. It's such a simple situation. And then you'll be okay. It's so easy. Like, why are you, you stressed about it? You will have your answers. <laughs> like you're making this. You're making a mountain out of a molehill for what? For what? Yeah. For what? Yeah. I don't know. But, but we do know. But we do know. <laughs> we, we do. But like we do. We don't. You know. So yeah. Yeah. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Hopefully we. I don't know. Hopefully we what. Sorry, I'm tired. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. So we we should right like now. first like check in. How are you doing? I think- I'm exhausted. I went to bed at 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, this morning. I was watching Snowfall. So you took a nap? Yeah. You were watching Snowfall? What's that? It's a it's a show oh, about okay. um cocaine. Oh. Oh, and the harms of it? More or less, yeah. It's gotcha. this whole thing. It's a really cool a little uh-huh. epic drama of the black community, South Central LA. Uh, oh, is 1980s. it on Netflix? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. So okay. I think good wreck. Um, for black people. Gotcha. It's like it's it feels like it's one of those shows. Feels like relevant. insecure. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of yeah. those types. I hear you. Very visceral. Like if you're not black, you won't feel the things that mm-hmm. is really happening as aggressively. Yeah. Though you still can watch it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. Mexicans in it too. Yeah. Oh, the Mexicans are included. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Uh I also went to bed at a really late hour, not as late as you. 
Um, but I did stay up watching uh, The Gilded Age mm. on HBO or Max, I guess is what the they're Gilded calling Age it now. The Gilded Age is 1860? Yeah, the, the late 1800s. Okay. I know that for a fact. I don't know the exact time I'm period. glad I kind of like approximated After, that too. That was cool. Maybe even the very, very early 1900s because I think it was post-Civil War. Okay. Was a Gilded Age, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So I think I think it bleeds into to that, but very good show. I'm quite enjoying it, actually. But I always love a good period piece. Yeah, me too. Especially with like a little romance in there. Yeah. Ugh. And like a strong female character who's like going against like the grain. Mm -hmm. Love that. Always love a vibe. Always that. a vibe. <laughs> but I do actually want to bring up um, Matthew Perry passed oh, away. Yeah. Did you see that? I don't know if you were a big Friends show person. Uh, I definitely was. Me and like my uh, like childhood friend, mm -hmm. we were talking about it. Both of us were big, big Friends people. And uh, actually, Chandler Bing was like my first TV crush. Like him, him in the first like three seasons. Like you can't That's tell me you can't so tell me that man wasn't fine. That's you can't so tell me that man wasn't fine. I'm not gonna say he wasn't fine because he was a famous. Yeah, man well, on the TV. I show. guess fine. Like, but he was like very attractive to me so, as like, like a young girl. And I and I see and I I get it. Like I'm not yeah. like what you like him. Like that's so bizarre. But right. it's like he is not the person people think about when they're like, oh, the attractive dude on Friends. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna think Chandler. No, no, you're gonna think Joey. Joey for sure. Even yeah, Ross has his little like attractive moments. Well, it's like in different ways. Because I was gonna say it's kind of like the. Um, it's what's that dude who's on the actor on bear. I know you're talking about, you know, but it's like that type of white guy. Who's like, not like if you really stare at their face, like they're not like exceptionally attractive, mm -hmm. but they have this thing where people are attracted to them. Yeah. Granted, I don't like necessarily little, think that um, Stephen strange. Maybe I don't know who that is. Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, yeah, that weird face. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Um, exactly. But like, it also just makes me so sad because, like, it, even in Matthew Perry's, um, his Jeremy like Allen book, White. Jer oh, that's his name. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, he has like a like a interesting face and just like, not ugly. No, but not like Brad Pitt. Exactly, exactly. Not or like he's not George attractive. Clooney. Yeah. You know? Ooh, George, George Clooney. He's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, George that's Clooney. a good. You know, Matt does not think that George Clooney is like very attractive. I mean, not as much anymore. What? He's even more attractive now. now. Really, I haven't seen him in a long time. Look at him. All Look right. him all right, up all right. right Let me now. not put my foot in my mouth. Let me calm down for a second. Well, I guess I wouldn't like. I don't think he's gotten less attractive with age. I don't think he's gotten. I don't think he's hit that point because I understand. Like, there's usually a point where a person starts aging, where it's like they still have like the remnants of like their attractiveness from when they were young, but it starts kind of declining just because of age. I think he still Is looks like amazing. Yeah. I think he looks incredible. Well, his entire <laughs> vibe has always been old man, that like silver, <laughs> silver, just fox, kind of like right? rugged, yeah, like, like he's yeah. never. He was attractive because he looked like a very attractive, like mm. fifty year old. He's looked like an attractive fifty year old since I was like a child. <laughs> so yeah, since we were children. So yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, know. Just, like, I was I was pretty shocked by that. He's looking old now to me. Yeah, I guess it's like a girl's point of view. <laughs> Not saying he's unattractive. I still yeah. think he's like George Clooney. Wow, George Clooney. Right, right. He's giving James Bond. He's giving, yeah. you know. Yeah, but exactly. You're just like, oh, 
his vitality doesn't seem as strong. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, I have a really weird association with getting old that we don't have to go into right now. But. We don't. We don't. Uh, but yeah, Matthew Perry. Truly, truly my heart broke a little bit. Not going to lie. Yeah, that, that was, was like, kind of sad. And just to and hear. Like, he's been struggling so much with all these things like for the He hasn't had time. an easy life yeah. in a lot of ways. You can, because like, I was going to say his book that he wrote mm-hmm. and it, he, you can just hear like the way that he talks about like his like relationships. I actually didn't know until I, until he passed that he dated Julia Roberts for a time. Really? Yeah. And he, like when he talked about that relationship, he said that he essentially broke up with her because he didn't feel like he felt like she could break up with him at mm. any moment. He's like, I didn't understand why this beautiful woman wanted me. And That's so, I, so I ended it. And I was like, he just, Oh, that just like breaks my heart. That probably like, broke her heart too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. So like just like a person who like obviously struggled with addiction his whole life and and clearly struggled with like his like sense of worthiness and whether he like deserved love and like admiration and mm-hmm. it and then just the way that he died it, it really truly breaks my heart. So my heart goes out. Yeah, R.I.P. Matt. Yeah. Matthew Perry. <laughs> not, not, not my right, Matt. Right, right. As soon as I was like, oh, <laughs> R.I.P. Matthew. Though Perry. people called him Maddie. Maddie. Yes, and he wants to be known for the work because he started a rehab, like a men's rehab, oh, like sick. home or something like that in Malibu. Cool. Yeah. And he said that that's what he wants to be known for: the work that he did to help other people stuck in addiction. So that just makes it so much sense. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no. I literally kind of, I'm getting a little teary eyed. Ah. Oh, my brain. Anyways, anyways, so yeah, that's a little, like, little thing. <laughs> I didn't know how to finish that. We're struggling so hard. We are struggling so much. It's fine. We're doing it. Oh, We're Matthew doing Perry. it. Let us know if you watch Friends and what your favorite Matthew Perry moment was. Ooh, yeah. That's a cool one. Yeah, that's a good one. I would like to know. Chanandler Bong is mine. <laughs> Chanandler Bong, that was your moment. Mm. That was yours. Do we want to get into the episode? It's really hard. We, That's we really have, hard yeah. to transition from like, wow. Oof. Um, yeah, how yeah. do we... I don't think there's any easy way to transition from R.I.P. Matthew Perry to situationships yeah. and dating. <laughs> they seem even more irrelevant yeah. now. They seem even um, more irrelevant. Like, so, and it's even more so like Life you literally is too have, short. You have, Stop wasting time with people. Yeah. The episode's over. Yeah. All right, goodbye. Stop <laughs> wasting your energy. <laughs> uh, can I, yeah, can I just immediately go to the solution? When we were, uh, this is for the people listening, when we were talking about the, uh, like, doing the outline for for the episode mm-hmm. uh, i just we just kept on immediately going to like well this is just what you do right. so we're like okay. because at the end of the day before you even start talking about this thing like, yeah. the the day, <laughs> yeah situationships are not complicated yeah it's not a deep and profound misunderstanding of human interaction mm-hmm. that has you suffering through an experience you don't understand yeah whether you're 19 or 55 if you're 55 in a situation <laughs> please for the love of god <laughs> we have things to say about you <laughs> another time another time please don't be 55 and oh my god anyway neither here nor there but like no matter how old you are you know what's happening here mm-hmm. what's happening here what's a situation ship a situation ship is a situation <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she's tired. It's okay. It's, this is exhaustion in real time. Uh, oh a my god, is a situation. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Yes. 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 I think it's like. Okay, I'm sorry. I was wiping this, so maybe I should stop touching it. Um, a situationship, I think, is like usually defined as like when two people are seeing one another and uh, at least in my brain, like one person starts catching feelings uh, while the other person doesn't necessarily, one person wants to commit and the other person doesn't want to commit. Mm -hmm. And it kind of creates this weird purgatory in between. Yeah. Uh, between relational like, purgatory, it's relational purgatory. That is a good word mm -hmm. or a little definition. It is relationship Headline. purgatory. Relation. I'm thinking to call the episode that. Yeah. Relational purgatory. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, Urban Dictionary says that it's a state of confusion surrounding a couple who may be sleeping together and or have romantic feelings toward each other. But they aren't, in fact, mm. together. Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Do you think there are, like, different types of situationships that a p person can... Because, like, do we think that, at least for me, my brain immediately goes to one person is pining after the other mm. and the other doesn't want to exist. In Why do you feel that way, Renee? Well, because I've <laughs> those are the situationships <laughs> I have been in. <laughs> okay. God damn! I was getting to that. I just need to feel more comfortable to express myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, because I definitely have found myself mm. in some situationships for sure, and it usually was me wanting to be in a relationship with that person and them not wanting to be in a relationship with just me. Gripping, yeah, your claws for into dear life. Like, this is going to be something. I will convince you, right. and you will be mine. Right. <laughs> Which and is a little scary. Like, I don't know how satisfied a person is. Like, mm -hmm. there's so many people, and I know that you guys can attest to this. There's so many people that move from a situationship to a full blown relationship, and they mm -hmm. like fought tooth and nail to get there. To get there, and I'm like, how happy are you in that? How satisfying is that? Because for me personally, if I have to work that hard, mm -hmm. that's where all the energy went. Right. And there to, goes the relationship. Yeah. Now what? Right. Now I'm over now, it. Now what do we do? <laughs> now I'm tired. Right. Now I'm 100%. Forget the rest of that. That's crazy to me. So, like, it's so um, interesting that's, like, the reaction. Oh, he doesn't want me? Let me. Yeah. Let me really try to fight for this because. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason. And, um, it, and it's just, like, to, like, to have to convince someone so hardcore to be with you is... Like, is that what you want? At least, like, at least for me, like, I imagine, okay, a world where, like, those situationships that I had, uh, like, interacted in, what if they did eventually, what if all my hard work over, like, paid the course off. of, like, several months or a year paid off and I finally convinced them to get into a relationship with me? Mm. Would I, how good would I feel about that? You know what like I you mean? you have to work so hard for someone to even, like, consider you a dateable option? Mm. Right, right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I would be I'm as embarrassed for you. Like it's just like it, it's it's a hard way to enter into a relationship, and because as I've said to you, like I think a lot of times when people enter into situationships or allow themselves to exist for 
too long in a situationship. Um, I think it's like the reasons why you stay in that and kind of, you know, try and like pursue that person so hardcore. Like, I think there's like, like it's driven by like, it's driven by insecurity in a Mm. lot of ways, I think. Um, And just like, and in a way, it seems counterintuitive, but like not feeling like you're worthy of love in some way or worthy of like the sort of relationship that you're saying that you want, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so when you're pursuing a person based on like like that, the baseline feeling is like anxiety and insecurity because that's not a fun situation to be in. That purgatory that does not feel good. And then when you get into that relationship, well, then, you know, how, like you're saying, what's, what, the, foundation? Where, what's the next, what's the next thing that's going <laughs> yeah. to fill that space? More insecurity, more anxiety. more anxiety. Cause I imagine like if I got into a relationship with those situationships mm-hmm. I was in, I would be so insecure that they would want to break up with me at right. any moment that I would have to continue to prove myself to them that I'm that worthy part, of their love. That part for real. Cause that's what you're really trying to do. That's you're what like, you did to get into it. Yeah. Like well, I, you couldn't, you won't be able to stop doing yeah, that. Yeah. You're like a show pony. Like <laughs> that's crazy. That's you're really performing. Mm-hmm. You're really performing to like, yeah. make sure like nothing happens. Right. They'll probably hold that shit over you too. Right. Exactly. Like, they I didn't will- want to be in this place. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that you know, hurts. If anybody told me that, I'd be broken. Yeah, I'd be hurt. demolished. Hurt. That's crazy. Like, I didn't want to be in this relationship. Yeah, Are you kidding you. me? I got to deal with this. <laughs> Yo. You're like, okay. Ooh. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm Self-esteem shattered. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> Immediately. I don't think I'd be able to recover from that. That's why yeah. I don't let people get the chance. Right. That's why I don't let people get close. I keep my walls yeah. up. <laughs> Emotionally uh. unavailable. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh gosh. Oh my goodness. Well. <laughs> mm. I'm always so curious. Like as a society. Mm-hmm. How did we get here? Yeah. How do we get here? Because, you know, Regardless of how we're experiencing, regardless of whether or not I would participate in that situation when people hurt me and open up myself like that, it's like we all kind of want a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Huh? Ah, so yes. the fact that we're in this so-called situationship is very interesting because we all want a person to want and a person to want us, right? Yeah, that is true. So it's so interesting to me how we got here and i think one of the biggest contenders one of the biggest what do you call those things variables factors contributors ah, there we um, go one of the biggest contributors has to be our modern way of like hooking up and dating apps and right. all those crazy things and uh, um it's funny because the situation like the term situationship is actually a term that's not even that old so, oh like, really you think that you think that it would feels be, like it's been around forever right <laughs> right you think that we've been i i feel like i heard this since like high school right, right. like 2010 it's like that no sure. 2017 coined by a cosmopolitan journalist by the name honestly of, i kind of love that as a cosmopolitan right. <laughs> journalist Who, like the, the defining yeah magazine of our culture no literally Cosmo, it's new york times and the cosmopolitan for sure mm-hmm. her name is karina shea in karina 2017 shea. on a cosmopolitan article talking about how dating apps 
affect um, mm. romance and how it's like we find ourselves in not a relationship and it's not really that casual and it's a mm-hmm. situation. So a situation ship, right? Mm. And I always say and I always joke with my friends about how interesting it is that um, we kind of have this whole dating thing a little backwards. I might have said this on the podcast, too. Mm -hmm. We have this dating thing kind of backwards where it's like we do all this crazy intimate physical things like as soon as we meet a person Mm -hmm. and then we backtrack and find out who this human being is like right why do i know what your butthole looks like Ah! before i know your favorite color you know like why do i know what your ass looks like before your favorite color that's crazy to me that yeah that's a pretty jarring comparison right but it's true it's so true yeah it's so true how many like how many times you find yourself in those situations like Mm -hmm. yeah like what is your favorite color like Mm -hmm. what do you like to eat like what's your favorite food right you know right where were you raised Mm -hmm. yeah where did you grow up (laughs) we know Uh, nothing about these people but right we're exposing ourselves to them so intimately and i think that is the catalyst Mm. that starts it all yeah because if you go the way that we explain Mm -hmm. the path that we took there's no way you'll end up in a situation ship yeah you're not devoted Mm -hmm. to this person in any real way there's no Mm. there's no reason to feel that strongly and you have complete control over the things that we claim to be so simple yeah because right? yeah. like i said if the basic idea is to want somebody that wants you mm-hmm. and you're going about it in a very calm and collected very sophisticated sort of way mm-hmm. not giving too much of yourself before a person is reciprocating that energy mm-hmm. how are you gonna find yourself overly attached to a person that doesn't want you right kind of impossible kind of hard kind yeah. of unnecessary so that you, go, oh, ahead. You can go ahead <laughs> I think it was the first time that's ever happened. To yeah, us on actually, the right. I think it was the first time we were <laughs> both of us started speaking. And I was like, "No, you, no, you." Yeah, it was all you. Oh, wow, wow. Um, I think that that's funny. Kind of going off the, the heels of our dating apps episode, mm-hmm. literally, like, right. like a couple weeks ago, that um, situationships is kind of like out of. It makes sense. It's bred out of this culture of like mm-hmm. dating apps and whatnot, and like the way that we kind of go about as you said like dating completely backwards and i think also too it's because that what you had just said about like if the baseline um like standard or or like (laughs) non-negotiable that you have is that you want someone who wants you then you really like you said you really won't find yourself in in a situationship it's Mm. not to say that you won't find yourself in situations where you may really like someone and maybe really into someone and they're just not feeling it like you're feeling mm-hmm. it. Like it's not saying that, okay, if you follow this that rule, then you'll never find yourself, you know, wanting to be with someone who doesn't want you. Right. But it's, you know, you won't find yourself kind of existing in these situationships. Pining after people. Right, exactly. And this and the purgatory, as we have stated as well, um, where you're kind of like half in engaging in some sort of weird relationship for mm. months on end with someone who doesn't want to commit to you mm. you know you'll you'll if like if that is like the baseline standard you will say oh they don't want me let me go find someone that does yeah right right, right. so 
immediately my question is always why do people put themselves in those or why do people mm-hmm. stay in those situations right because right. it's how you put yourself in that situation is so obvious right it right? starts out just like dating we're You're, just no getting one, to know each exactly. other no one's like going out into the world like oh, i'm looking for a situationship right 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 exactly and because it's so clear that most people would not exist with a person that doesn't want them just like normally like mm-hmm. what is the factor that mm-hmm. is keeping you there why do you want to be there yeah two theories i have one i can go into later which is they want to be there they're not ready for an actual relationship right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the other thing is that situationships are mostly characterized by emotional intimacy mm. explain in the sense that while you're getting all this physical stuff, you can hook up with a lot of people mm-hmm. and not be in a situationship, right? What's the difference between a person that you're hooking up with consistently mm-hmm. and a situationship? Mm-hmm. It's the emotional attachment. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it doesn't make sense. That's why you're looking <laughs> at this from a, like, a logical perspective being like, girl, what? Right. Like, you just have to do X, Y, Z <laughs> and leave this dude he doesn't want right. you right me standing on my soapbox right. like right <laughs> no so, no emotions attached to mm-hmm. the situation at all right and i'm sure any other person like that you're talking to will hear that and be like yeah you're right obviously that's mm-hmm. what i have to do mm-hmm. but why do you keep coming back right. why do you keep wanting this person what is that feeling that you get when you're when you get a text from him mm-hmm. it's like you get a text from a dude that you're dating it's like oh sam texted me cool you yeah get a text from that dude during a situation and like that little pit yeah you start, <laughs> he your heart starts me. pounding yeah. you're like oh my god what do i say what do i it's, do it's the emotions of it yeah it's the emotions yeah. of it that are completely opened up mm-hmm. floodgates unguarded because of mm-hmm. the physical way you guys started the interaction mm. so it doesn't follow the logical flow it doesn't follow the understanding Mm. that you may have that you like could probably advise other people about yourself (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you and your situation you're like gripping and pining after this person i didn't know that it was like that crazy because i mean i I don't know that yeah i kind of was but also like kind (laughs) of wasn't if that makes sense and that's what it seemed like at the time but like in retrospect if it was like that you could have told me about that situation if that was me doing something and you'd have been like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. I feel like I did tell you pretty much about everything how about crazy it. crazy it was? I th- Like how I aggressive were- like you wanted like that? Like I like the gripping part. Like you really well, pining after, homie. I think this is my. I think this might be you taking things literal again. <laughs> again. <laughs> like what? But That's crazy. Yes. Yes. Gripping at it in the sense of like when I. Okay, maybe I should just really quickly. So, because I don't mind this being in in the podcast, sure. um, I had a situation where I was seeing a guy dating a guy for like I think it was like Max. We were dating in the dating stage for like four months. Mm, um, pretty significant. I had wanted to be in a relationship, and I expressed that to him, and he was like do you want to be exclusive like and he was just very wishy-washy about it and i was like for sure in the moment i did the right thing because i was like this is about to be a situationship Mm. and in the moment i was strong and i was like look like clearly you don't because he was kind of offering exclusivity he's like yeah we can try that like i guess like he didn't seem very enthusiastic or wanting to do it Mm. and i was like clearly you don't want this like i want this so i am going to not want it not want it (laughs) so i was like i don't i like i think we should just end it Mm -hmm. like not talk whatever like it's kind of it's over i deaded it 
And then, <laughs> and then this is what happens though, when you're in a situationship is that you convince yourself, because I think this is also what people do a mm. lot of. Let them know. Um, I feel like this is going to be very useful. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> because I was sitting there for, I think it was like a month, month and a half. And like, obviously was still like grieving this, this situation. Mm. Um, and just being like, I, I can be friends with him. Like, I, like, you know what? Like it didn't work out as a relationship, but I like enjoyed this person as a human being. And I the think like, of the end. I think we can be friends. No worst <laughs> words were ever spoken to oneself. Oh no. If I could just go back to <laughs> past Renee and shake her. Right. No, girl, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so I reached back out to him. See, that's the part like, yeah. you didn't tell me. <laughs> no, I did. I did tell you that, that you wanted to be friends with him. Yes, I did tell. I did tell. Well, like when let, you me, were let me get. Let me when get you to were it. Processing that when I was in the in between, I remember telling you. I think I'm going to be friends with him. Yeah, I remember talking about it with you, and you were like, "For sure." And then, mm. so I had reached out to him. He responded immediately. So mm. that was just not good for me because I just completely read into that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was like, no, this is fine. Like, I'm not feeling anything but friendship and platonic feelings. Um, wait, 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 wait. And, um, um, but yeah, so that him responding immediately did not do well for me. Um, yeah, either way, like, I feel like that's like such like a, like, it's so funny because in the back of my head in that moment, I knew that I wanted more but i was settling mm. for less because i was convinced that i could have this person in my life and i wanted this person in my life and any capacity that they were willing to give me mm. and that i could just be okay with that and that is just hearing me say those words and that coming out of my mouth it's, it's like cringy it just is like want better for yourself girl like and also like he's not your friend, yeah. you know, to convince yourself that that person was your friend, could be your friend. When you, after like engaging like romantically, you're like, you're not friends, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to just like go back to that. Um, especially when it's possible either. Cause someone's going to take that and run with it. Right. <laughs> exactly. The, the conditions that would make that possible. You probably don't possess. Right. Sorry. I would have had to really, truly have had no like, feelings for him or just anymore. want nothing but friendship but yeah genuinely and that was just not the case so obviously eventually that and friendship truly, like on that and did as just well like, just like playing not even playing devil's advocate but just like adding to that yeah like what what is he really giving you and that, that you is need him and in your that is what like i had that, to ask you know? myself I was like do i really need a friend right now like and what kind of friend was he right you know right and when i looked at that i was like i already have what, what he's giving me as a friend, because mm. he was a sweet guy, like cool dude, like nothing against him. Right. But the things that he was giving me as a friend, I already had in my life from the genuine like friends, friends with platonic feelings mm. that I that I had in my life already existing. Right. So it really was one of those things where it just caused me more stress. And honestly, too, it was not going to lie, like for a moment there, it was... I don't know if it's like an ego thing as well, where you're you're kind of feeding into like the drama of it all and like kind of existing in the, like something about that like chase of it, of like, mm -hmm. I can convince this person. I think you exist, maybe, I don't know if I'm like saying, using that correctly. Um, 
you exist in your ego in that. Like I can convince this person that they they want me. And when I do, it'll be so satisfying. Mm. Like wh- what the heck am I telling myself? <laughs> like you really, the loopholes right. that you take. The mental gymnastics that it takes to convince Literally cartwheeling, <laughs> literally <laughs> doing, doing Olympic gymnast <laughs> shit in my brain to convince myself that this man <laughs> was worth that effort. <laughs> Crazy. It was insane. And you know what's really the nail in the coffin, especially for these type of things? It's the um it's the bridges that you create. Mm-hmm. Not between you and this person, mm-hmm. between this person and other factors in your life. Yeah. Every connection that you have, every connection that you create becomes another justification as yep. to why you need him in your life. Right. So for you, uh-huh. it was when we met. I met this dude. Yes. For the first time. And then he was he went <laughs> <laughs> he came to her party <laughs> her birthday party yeah. first of all oh, that, gosh. that in and of itself is yeah. a wild thing he met your family yeah met I'm, your friends i shouldn't have done that to myself i really should not have done that to myself because like, what was worse you guys liked him no yeah see <laughs> that see? made it like a thousand that times makes it harder so much worse because yeah. now it's like why aren't we together? Because mm-hmm. you have these feelings. You're supposed to be friends with this person. Yeah. You're clearly not friends. You right. interact. And I was telling you, even after that part, I was like, yeah, y'all are friends. And it's not seeming like friends. You and your drinking motherfucking self is not friendly to yeah. this man. I, like, I don't know what you're talking about, first of all. Second right. of all, now you're just like, you're hearing all this stuff. You're hearing how people like him. You resonate with those feelings because that's mm-hmm. why you like him in the first place, right. too. Re-emphasizing the fact, like, this could actually be a relationship. If only I can get him to see what right? it will be. Because like right. from your perspective, all your people are already like stamp the approval. Mm-hmm. And it's in a safe way. Right. Because they don't have to critique him as a boyfriend. They don't have to right. critique him as a potential significant other. Right. They're critiquing him as the um as the homie. Yeah. You have great taste in people. Yeah. Man. That's super cool. Like that's yeah. a cool dude. Right. But like right. if I'm taking that to heart. Like how I like was critiquing Matt when I first met him. That's Uh very different. Right. I came with a very different energy. I was looking for different things. I wasn't trying to appreciate him as a person. Right. I was trying to see if he was a good fit. Right. 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 A good match for your friend. You miss that as Mm -hmm. like you're like masquerading this man. Right. We had some friend. (laughs) Clearly not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Right. Right. And you're just. Vincing yourself through these mm-hmm. things, listen to this stuff, make yourself miserable. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Yeah, and I and I hope to the people listening to this, it sounds as pathetic as it does to you as well, <laughs> because it should. So that you know, like, if you ever find yourself in that situation, it's like you really are like reducing yourself to a version that, like, that a person that should is worthy of being in a relationship with you would never allow you to stoop that low. Right. You know, to make you have to prove yourself in that way. I, they they just, they wouldn't do that. You know, like just the situation would not happen that Mm -hmm. way. The patheticness. Yeah. is probably why people, another reason why people probably find themselves stuck. Mm, They like dig down even deeper because it's like like, embarrassment is a hard feeling to process. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. No one wants to feel embarrassed and it's hard to explain embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And then when you're talking about the situation to your friends, try to make it seem like it's a thing worth thinking Mm -hmm. about. And they tell you exactly what it is and what you (laughs) know it is. It's just like, yeah, you're not going to feel that way. You're not going to try to feel that way. You're not going to try to seek out the information. Right. You're just going to talk about it and be like, all right. 
Yeah. All right. That's what it is. No, 100%. That's what it's it is. It's understandable. And you're trying to make that feeling mean something. Right. Why am I feeling all these things mm-hmm. for this meaningless situation, this ultimately meaningless yeah. situation? Because yeah. it's going nowhere. It right. means nothing. Mm-hmm. And... I am attaching so much significance to it. Why? Why am I attaching so much significance to it? And what's even funnier is that usually those situations, situationships, when you find yourself like, you know, in the future, looking back on it, you know, the, you know, in hindsight, you're like, that person probably like was not my person. Like that would not have been a compatible situation anyways mm. and, and that um, usually has like when you meet the person that you actually click mm-hmm. that you actually want that actually wants mm-hmm. you it's like it's so much it's so obvious that mm-hmm. that other dude was yeah. not it it's right. so obvious that that, obvious, that dude was not doing right. what he was supposed to do 100 like, again then perspective mm-hmm. right and emotions are so hard to process when you're in the middle of something because it navigates mm-hmm. or it um not navigates it controls how you look at things and controls the perspective you're having on it mm-hmm. so you emotions completely change the way you perceive things so there's no way for you to know in the moment totally what's happening mm-hmm. you think that if you never felt these emotions generated for you before mm-hmm. you're feeling it now that this is a thing that you should be feeling because you've never experienced it before. Totally. But from this moment that you're experiencing to the next moment that's like healthy for you, that's something that you actually need and want, mm-hmm. that moment seems so dumb right. in comparison because yeah. of the perspective that you're having. And we live in a society. Oh, the society. I know, it always comes back to that. <laughs> Every time I say that, I feel like a weight. Like, yeah, we live in a society. Oh, <laughs> God, we do. Damn it, the awareness. <laughs> You made me aware. <laughs> we live in a society. Fuck. <laughs> Not <in> a society. <laughs> we live in a society that generates and prioritizes feeling these really strong, dramatic, mm. deep emotions for people. Totally. And in the movies, mm-hmm. from what we see, it's always that leading and that starting and mm-hmm. that being what relationships end up. Right. Because we don't see everything else. Like we were talking about the Jada Will situation. Mm-hmm. Will Smith asked out Jada in the most suave way possible. If you How? hear the start of their relationship, yeah. it's like, are you single girl? She's like, yeah, it's like, not anymore type shit. It's like, really? and she like fell for it. She was with it. And yeah. it was like a thing. You right. have songs written about their love. I want that Jada and Will love, right? Right. Like, <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. We mm-hmm. they, we got there happily ever after, but we're also getting there also ever after. Like what else yeah. is a part of that story? Right. That's not a normal thing. And then community is reacting the way it's reacting to it because right. we're not used to seeing realness in that way, especially from the people that we're seeing it from. Mm-hmm. We want to stop at happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And we think hyper emotionality will get us there. Totally. If I feel strongly, that's a reason to mm-hmm. double down and sit down and sink in and make this mean something. Cause I might mm-hmm. never feel a thing again, but in reality in practicality in actuality mm-hmm. yes these wow. things <laughs> I like kind of, that was like kind of impressive oh my god your brain works for, like, for a moment <laughs> in actuality love is 
probably one of the more boring human experiences. Damn. Is that a hot take? I'm like, I'm curious to know why. Because love is repetitive. Love Mm. is um, habitual. Love Mm. is the moments in between the peaks. Mm-hmm. It's tucking in your child. Mm-hmm. That's not exciting. Fair, you know. Yeah. It's rubbing your um, girlfriend's feet. Yeah, that's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe her feet smell. Unless you have a foot fetish. Um, we're not talking <laughs> to y'all. <laughs> this isn't for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like love is the working through your issues mm-hmm. and like communicating the things that you feel in a, like a healthy way. That's not interesting. That's not fun. That's not skydiving, you know? Yeah. That's not snorkeling. That's not going to the bottom of the ocean in a submarine. You right. Know? Looking at the Titanic. Right. Because you're rich and whatever. Oh, no. I'm still bringing that, I'm still, I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Oh, God. Oh, no. How exciting is that now? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeff. <laughs> so bad that is so bad move on move on i'm never letting that go um but yeah yeah love is very boring and Mm -hmm. we live in a um generation that needs to be like a very adhd generation Mm -hmm. not to use terms inappropriately we're dopamine addicts yeah yeah and we need to be sensationalized we need to be like we need to be entertained mm-hmm. and love is not entertaining yeah love is not entertaining at all so we feel these hyper emotions we're like oh this is love and we apply all the energy that love deserves sure. to a situation that isn't deserving of love yeah and arguably can barely even be called love right because i i honestly think when i think about the like energy that is cultivated in like a situationship that like that excitedness that like adrenaline rush Mm -hmm. that anxiety that does he want me does he not like that energy versus like a healthy like progression of a relationship and like a you know there's a little uncertainty there's a little nervousness of course like always but it feels very different it almost feels like i don't know that it's actually like like it feels like a like (laughs) lab grown versus organic Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you know what i mean like Like, that's like a really good example yeah real actual relational love is like Mm -hmm. breathing out yes it's like a sigh Mm. it's slow it's calm it's relaxing you like sink into it right right this situational like dating situation that Mm -hmm. most people find themselves in it's falling fast it's like you Mm -hmm. hit a wall you hit a brick wall you're like disoriented you're trying to find your bearings (laughs) right falling for like oh my i fell for him like you literally did yeah but like you don't fall for people you fall in love with right you fell in love no nah, you kind of like sunk in love right know? yeah no that is very true that is very true and yeah i mean even like i think they're common like that sit when people find themselves in situationships you also kind of what immediately goes in my brain as well is like the emotionally unavailable man mm-hmm. like kind of coincides with that but even like you were saying and uh, I don't know the book we'll, if you want to get into it now, but of just like the person kind of enjoying like why? Because mm. even for myself, I'll start there. 
I found myself dating a lot of emotionally unavailable dudes. There was a point where I was like starting to want to engage in dating less casually and more seriously and was like still finding myself attracted and like the guys that I was picking that I was like, oh, I want to see them more. I like them. They ended up being not as available to me as I wanted them to be, even though my personal goal was wanting a more serious relationship mm-hmm. um, and kind of like analyzing that and, and realizing that, you know, that emotional unavailability was very exciting to me to some degree. Like I, I was, I don't want to say getting off on it, but like, but you were, but kind, right. <laughs> but you were. I was like, is, that, is that appropriate yeah, to like say like, like, that's like the right way to use it. There is a f- very therapeutic element mm-hmm. to full emotion. Yeah. And things that, generate a full emotional response for Mm -hmm. me because as much as we crave it there's not a lot of things that stimulate us in that way yeah because we're overstimulated so now we can we literally go from looking at people getting bombed across the country to a girl twerking on the internet literally back to to a joke and my friend was talking about like we're not built to consume content like that first of all so our brains are overstimulated so we kind of like naturally have a resistance to all this information totally first of all mm-hmm. so things that we do hyper fixate on things that we do focus on mm-hmm. are blown out of proportion one and two feel really good because we're not that's like what we want and we're finally mm. getting it yeah so you are in a way getting off on it mm-hmm. two like you are, i know you specifically renee <laughs> has have had like the most amazing sensational cry of your entire life mm-hmm. and how you feel after that. Oh, amazing. Love a good cry. Right. These toxic situations yeah. are that. Yeah. They are that. It's like the you scream, you fight, you kick, mm-hmm. and you get to hide behind those mm. hyper emotions. So then I wonder whether it's also like this um, victim mentality mm-hmm. that you like existing in like oh they like just no one wants me and like you know i'm just unlovable and i'm not worthy yet yeah. you're not putting yourself in situations or put, taking yourself out of situations because like we said like situations happen like mm-hmm. you can't find yourself in one completely unintentionally right. and that's okay it's the part where you become aware of that and then continue, continue into continue, continue in and it when right you're fully capable of removing yourself exactly and victimization is a really good mm. way to classify it yeah because you will immediately see that it's so easy mm-hmm. for people to hide behind what people are doing to them mm-hmm. and the situation itself versus taking accountability and having responsibility for the situation that they put themselves in yeah. which is why i say you are in a situation because on some level you actually enjoy the drama. Mm-hmm. You actually enjoy being in the situation because mm-hmm. like you said, I wanted to be in a relationship, but I'm choosing men that I could never be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. You're not actually ready to do the work that a relationship requires. There was definitely a shift on my end that I mm-hmm. had to do like a mindset shift and awareness shift that I could then kind of adjust my picker, so to speak. Exactly. Because people are not very introspective in the sense that it's really hard to look at yourself unbiasedly. Mm -hmm. That's for everybody. That's me. I really have to go out of my, out of my way to like look at my actions and be like, totally. Is this a useful way to behave? Mm -hmm. And society, the (laughs) world, like the universe doesn't necessarily reward 
mm. that type of behavior. Yeah. They reward the people that don't do that mm-hmm. because that's just the way things are. The things that take longer, mm-hmm. things that are harder to do, mm-hmm. have a very longer term reward versus the short term gratification yeah. that, you know, not caring about things, not caring about people will give you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of speaking from experience. But <laughs> it's, you get to a point where you can't lie to yourself anymore, mm-hmm. basically. But before that, you're existing. You are fighting. You're screaming at this person because they did X, Y, Z. They were talking to you. They posted, they were talking to you like in private, telling you all these crazy things in your text, but they posted another girl on their story, right? Right. You're offended by that. You confront them about that. Mm-hmm. They're resistant about it. You guys have a little tussle, whatever. And... All that is energy that is being directed from you looking at yourself Mm -hmm. and into that situation. So you can pretend and be like, well, like I'm working towards a goal. Like I want to be in a relationship with this person. Mm. And this is the actions that I'm taking to do that. And they're just not participating like this could work but they're just like emotionally unavailable they had problems with their parents they Mm -hmm. have a bad breakup it's complicated like all the excuses that you make i can help them yeah you know Mm -hmm. the savior mentality is just as bad as the victim mentality because i think they go kind of like hand in hand yeah um a little loop in there. Yeah, a little I'm a victim. Cycle. I'm a I'm a victim, but I want to help them out because who else could give them what I could give them? I know them better than I know, like than anybody else knows them. They confide in me yeah. more than anybody else. How 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 how? Right. You know all like, this ego. It's like no, ma'am, sir. Actually, I don't. Guys, don't talk to me about this shit. But yeah. <laughs> like, ma'am, you really just have to like relax mm-hmm. relax because or not even relax you just have to understand that what you want it to be is just not what it is yeah and you would enjoy it more if you just accepted that that's what you want right now yeah like you want the drama you want the craziness you want the toxic mm-hmm. chaos and mm-hmm. stuff like you're not a savior mm-hmm. you're actually um a willing participant in the bullshit that's like it takes two to tangle type of situation right Mm -hmm. you're doing all this stuff and like we were saying before it's so easy just to step out of it you want to be here Mm -hmm. on some level maybe not as intentionally as like i'm putting myself in this situation right right? but right you're there because it feels good to be there for some reason yeah and that reason is something you need to like understand Mm -hmm. for you to Remove yourself from it. Right. What are What are you taking from this situation? Not always. What is this dude doing to me? Mm-hmm. Why can't I get this dude to see how good I can make his life? Right. His situation. Right. You know. Because also too, like at the end of the day, you can't control this other person. So mm-hmm. thinking about like, w- well, why doesn't he want me? Like, like ruminating over these things about like. Well, if he just did this and like if he just let me blah 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 or you know she as well I'm sure there I I've talked to personally I yeah, have friends like the who nice guy simping type energy. yeah like I I've seen plenty of situations of dudes as well like I don't think this is like a gender th- like no, situation at all but <laughs> neither here nor there yeah like ruminating over the like the intentions the motivations of the other person in this is just another way to keep yourself and give yourself an excuse to stay 
like attached to this person mm-hmm. and, and engaging in that situation. And that really, that really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's, it's whatever, like you looking at yourself and looking at what you want. And if you're like, you're saying being honest with yourself about the whys of why you're engaging in the situation that you are. And, um, and then moving accordingly. And if you mm-hmm. genuinely look at that and you're like, I don't want to attract these sort of people. I do want something more serious. Then there is like maybe some work to be done on your end to ensure that you are engaging and interacting with people that have similar goals as you. Right. And it doesn't really matter why he, that dude didn't want you. Mm-hmm. You can only really, the only thing you can fix in that situation, the only variable you can control is yourself. Yeah. That's literally the only variable you can control. So it doesn't do any good to ruminate over the guy or the girl or that person that doesn't want you. All you can do is change within. Mm-hmm. Or on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Just be okay with the situation. If that's what you like, if you do what you just said, mm-hmm. and if they do what you just said, I'll say mm-hmm. for clarity. And they still like, well, I want to still participate in the situation. Then, like, just be okay participating because, like, you are putting yourself in that situation. Yeah. And it's very interesting to me too because a person that understands what they're doing and why they're doing it mm-hmm. will not talk about a situationship nearly as much as a person who's in denial about it. Yeah. Right? Like you are talking about your situationship so much because you're looking for validation that what you're doing is like a thing to do when you mm-hmm. know damn well it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Yeah. You wouldn't talk about it so much. You're like, oh, but like, you don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in so much pain. I feel so much. Like, yes, but also like... I've my situationships. I keep those things to myself. <laughs> if I'm pining after a girl that doesn't want me as much as I want her, uh-huh. I'm not telling that to my friends. <laughs> For <laughs> like, sure, like, like we said, it's pathetic. It's pathetic, and I know it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm a victim of wanting that emotional stimulation as well. Mm-hmm. I get a kick out of it as well, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm not gonna pretend the drama means something. Yeah. I will let the drama be 100% what it is. Yeah. Drama to make my life a little more interesting. I can put it on a podcast like I'm doing right now. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be like, no, I might actually have like the cutest babies with her. You don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. You don't understand, Renee. I love her. <laughs> no, my gosh. Okay. Have I ever said that to you? No. <laughs> absolutely not yeah and i mean it's yeah i mean you keep it to yourself i don't think it's like i don't think the right it's not necessarily about keeping it to yourself but kind of the like being realistic about like what you're getting from this while you're interacting in it and that and everything i just said was like that that. yeah and the way that jim does it is by keeping it to himself (laughs) or when you do talk about it it's very much from a like this this is just happening to me yeah exactly i went to the park last Mm -hmm. night like i hooked up with my ex from seven years ago yeah wow oh god that's a good one to me that's like the same thing yeah Right, right. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that your problem for me to solve. Right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Or I'm not gonna make that your problem for you to solve for me. Gotcha. Yeah, know? yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's I like, mean, I I definitely have never like any time that I. How do I put this? Like, I've only ever called something a situationship because I just really wanted a relationship with that person, mm-hmm. and I was living in my little Delulu land, right. you know. Which even like that, like the like do like i'm so delulu like mm-hmm. honestly it's 
tell me if you if you agree with this i think it that is kind of like we as like a society or a community <laughs> or a generation i should say yeah as a society <laughs> um i'm actually switching it so, generation right. um, <laughs> i lifted the stone um, as a generation like bring awareness to like i understand that i'm existing in this delusion mm. and I'm okay with that. I'm going to live in Delulu land. Like, I think that's like our, like we've like coined a term for this very thing that we're right. talking about, about being Delulu. like, like realistic about, or having some perspective on what and why we're engaging in and it. And that's the thing, right? You know, in that we mm -hmm. know what it is. Yeah. We can talk about it at length when totally. we're not participating in it. Mm -hmm. But people will be Delulu mm -hmm. and pretend that like it's actually, for real, real. Yeah. And I'm like, where's the, like, the, that part uh -huh. is the thing that I want to be more consistent. Yeah. We all know what it is. Yeah. We're all very aware. Like I said, like I keep saying, I, I can't stop saying that. I can't, can't reiterate this, this enough. enough. Yeah. That situationships is the most basic and uninteresting interaction you can have with a person. Mm -hmm. It's not complicated it's not profound it's not complex <laughs> it's very Damn. basic yeah very very rudimentary mm -hmm. you're with a person that doesn't want you as much as you want them that's it yeah. it's not complicated yeah so everyone gets it mm -hmm. but then when you're in a situation you can't utilize the understanding yeah it feels it feels too real the actual emotions that are being elicited in that interaction and everything you that you do from. is not helping you reach clarity yeah it's sinking you further into the into delulu the lulu <laughs> that you want <laughs> like that you want to be the reality yeah yeah and that's a thing that I have no sympathy for. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't care about the people that do that. Damn. I don't. It's annoying. It's really annoying because then, and like kind of speaking from experience, but like it's not as intense as I'm about to say it. Okay. But like now you're coming to me and you're making me pick up the pieces of a situation that broke your freaking entire existence mm -hmm. because... You wanted it to be realer than it was, and it never was that. Mm -hmm. And you knew, and you know, and you can tell me that it was never that because mm -hmm. of what it is. But then you try and make it mean something that it never did. Yeah. And that's, you make that another person's problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's fucked up. It's imbuing the meaning in the wrong place like the meaning of that interaction because mm -hmm. i was because i was initially when you were saying that going to say like i think some I, I think people put i think people imbue meaning in places that don't always need to be that deep but like there is there can always be lessons learned in in meaning like uh, put into mm -hmm. situations but like where you're placing that meaning and profoundness as you were saying is uh misplaced i guess like right in the i guess you're you're placing it in like the drama of it of like oh this person was like oh they're the I one that got so away much. yeah my feelings and i couldn't make this work right versus like yeah i, I like because you can you can definitely place the place meeting and like i you know felt really strong feelings for this person and that was like 
really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the meaning is that you realize that you do want a relationship. Maybe the meaning is that like I was, I was talking about before for myself, I was like, I'm placing energy into people that I shouldn't be placing mm-hmm. energy into. There's like all these other places that you can place the meaning. in. I think it's where you place it into the drama of like the, like, Oh my God, my heart is so broken. Mm-hmm. Like it's not I'm saying that there's no meaning in your heart being broken, but like, it's, it's kind of going back to that like victim mentality. Mm. Like there's like a fine line between like honoring your feelings and uh, just kind of, uh, what's the word? Like victimizing yourself. Yeah, victimizing your feelings. There you go. <laughs> and it's so sad that so many people find themselves in these situations for whatever, however, and whatever they find themselves in these situations for. Mm-hmm. But they meet a person that actually wants to be with them Mm -hmm. and they are still hung up over this other person that never really wanted them, pretended to want them, never really wanted them. Mm -hmm. And they're robbing themselves of the experience of this person that actually wants them, Mm -hmm. that they could actually be with. But then, you know, in line with what we're talking about, wouldn't that person for the person that wants you be the situation that they shouldn't be a part of in an interesting way? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. say that yeah, again? <laughs> so, like, a person that is still strung up over a past, like, situation, uh-huh. not being able to give the proper energy to a person that actually wants them. is just another situation. It's just another situation. It's a flip. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a human just, centipede. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> But, but whoa! I'm sorry. But I whoa. apologize for that one, that guys. Would never not be like a very jarring <laughs> image in my mind. <laughs> never want to think about that. I normally don't think about that, and it's always some no. motherfucker that has to put that shit in my mind, bro. Like, like I haven't thought about the human centipede in years, in years. Now I'm gonna be thinking about that for the next like month. Uh, happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ooh, that's rough. Uh, sorry about that, guys. That's so rough. <laughs> so all that being said, right? Yeah, we really went in. All that being in. said, we know what it is. We know how we get there. We know mm. why we shouldn't be there. I guess we can grace them with solutions that have already <laughs> been said before, right? But yeah. like, just to talk about them because yeah. not? No, 100%. 100%. You have a lot of things um, to say about this, I know. Do I? <laughs> all of a sudden, I don't have anything <laughs> all, all to say. Um, well, no, I think, like, the biggest thing is when you find yourself, like, when you become aware that you're like, I think this might be a situationship. I think there are, are, are a couple steps that need to be taken from that point, especially if you want to, like, confirm or, like, engage with this person mm-hmm. um in a, a relationship and really like clarify what's going on um and i think the first thing is having a conversation but not and i think we've talked about this before um in our uh dating series that we did uh where it all connects meaning all our bases all man. the universe it all connects anyway sorry um, <laughs> i don't know why i said that um, but we did talk about uh, about this in our dating series mm-hmm. that in this conversation it's not a why don't you want to be with me it's not a do you want to be with me like you're asking them a question in that regard i i it has to more so come from a place of hey I'm developing these feelings. This is what I see. I think we're really compatible in these ways. And I would like to continue it in X, Y, Z. I would like to be exclusive. I, mm. What are your thoughts? 
how are you feeling about that? And having them kind of clarify versus being like, do you want to be with me? Yes or no. Right. You know what That's I mean? That's a very heavy question. Right. A, a heavy I mean, question. And, and, you know, and, and that it gives it when you say it in that way versus the like, do you want me? It, it's coming from a place of, at least it, even if you don't feel this way, it comes across as coming from a place of confidence, of certainty within yourself and like really standing, like being like very like direct and firm in the way that you're interacting with it mm -hmm. versus very like, the other question sounds a insecure to put like simply. True. Um, and then from there, if you find that, cause I guess like, at least for me, I would say if they do not want to be in a relationship with you or even similar to my situation, you're picking up a very wishy-washy like or very unenthusiastic mm. maybe. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess we could try it. In my opinion, I think you should dip out. But yeah. if you don't want to dip out quite yet, I think there are things like you have to do to pull back. Like, I think like the worst thing that you can do when you're in a situationship is still give them full blown girlfriend treatment. Like that's my boo. That's my baby. Like type type. For the beat. people in the back, what would you categorize as girlfriend, girlfriend treatment? Well, I think one playing house with them. Like if you're staying over multiple nights in a row, like cooking dinner, like doing all these things. Watching their clothes. Right. Oh my God. Hey, doing yo. their laundry. Girl, pick yourself up off your that's feet. Like, that's wife duties at that no, point. No, exactly. Like, right. <laughs> what? Their laundry. Please. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, posting them on social media when they aren't posting you especially. Mm, that's embarrassing. Oh my God. <laughs> don't do that. No, no, no. Don't post about them mm -mm. Um, at all. But making yourself too available in general to them, I think is kind of a bad, a bad like idea. The moment they hit you up, you're hop, skipping you're, and jumping all right, the way over there. Exactly. Which kind of then goes into the playing house with them. You're like, mm. yeah, I'm totally. And then you stay at their Why place you so for days on end. Why right. are you so free, man? Don't be so available. Make yourself a little less available. So I think those are kind of like main, main things mm. of like girlfriend type treatment, especially since if you're already having sex with them, like two, it's, it's, Am I, it's like, it's hard when you're giving a guy who's like really resistant to commitment sex without any responsibility, like of like a relationship or just a responsibility to you in any way. That's also just kind of hard to like exist in, especially when you want them. Yeah. You know, I agree. Which is where don't I don't have start. sex with them. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I would start. That's like always my advice to people mm -hmm. because while this society is so sex, sex positive and like so open and ready to fuck each other, good for y'all. <laughs> Use protection. Right. Um, Wrap it up. I don't think we give sex the proper significance that it needs. Yeah. And like I said, this all starts because you're opening yourself up to people that are basically strangers to you. Mm -hmm. So maybe don't do that as readily as society has termed or has conditioned you to, yeah. to do so. Because a lot of that, a lot, every, almost every situation that I am currently aware of has started because people are like, hooking up it was a physical thing and then that, it's a really vulnerable like intimate thing to do you're literally like you're completely naked yeah. with this person they are 
at least for a girl, they're literally inside of you. Like that is, that is super intimate and you don't really know much about this person that opens you up emotionally in a really confusing way that then leads to these situationships and you form this attachment to a person that you probably hardly even really know. Mm And that's just yeah, that is, it's it's tough. It, You're it as makes close it, it makes it difficult. As you possibly can be physically before you even understand understood what's going on in their minds. Yeah, exactly. Of course, you're mostly attached to them. Of course, you want something more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that, whether you want to believe it or not, and there are some people that like can have very detached sex yeah and to those people good for you first of all second of all that's not the goal right yeah, i was gonna <laughs> say like, good for you but <laughs> that's not the goal. most sex feels better when it's connective right first of all second of all as much as society is telling you that you can separate those emotions most people can't and don't so why would you want to participate even try and test mm-hmm. yourself in that right like i'm gonna i'm gonna like flip the dice and maybe i will maybe i won't like that's not healthy that's not helpful exactly and that's like honestly okay and good that you can't like separate your emotions from sex for that it's a very emotional thing exactly and then there is also a point that i was thinking about in this like how to move forward Mm. post situationship yeah understanding what the situationship is Mm mm-hmm at the at the crux of the issue, the mm. core element that's yeah. operating there <laughs> yes. is really unmet needs. Mm. A lot of things that I talk about, a lot of things that, and all the phenomenons that are like toxic for people is mm-hmm. um, has to do with something you're missing. Right? Yeah. You're okay. going back to this person so often because they're giving you something or they gave you something that mm. you don't think that you can find anywhere else mm. there or you haven't found anywhere else. Right. So you think back and you reminisce. I was actually just doing this this week mm-hmm. about reminiscing about these things that I used to get from other people. And it's about understanding what those feelings are what they were actually giving you, what you were taking from them, what you needed from them, Mm -hmm. and separating the person from the feeling that you were getting, Mm -hmm. from the need that you were fulfilling. The most healthy way is to try to give it to yourself. Mm -hmm. The second most healthy way is to try to get it from the environment, not necessarily a person. Mm, I see. I see. Yeah, that's a really great way to put it because you're not, don't attach yourself to necessarily the person itself, Mm. but kind of because every time every time if you don't do that Mm -hmm. every time you're feeling a little empty that need is like bugging you Mm -hmm. you're always going to think about them Mm. and they're never going to want you anymore the only person who can give you that and they're never going to want you any more than they did when you separated from yeah so figure that like the faster you can figure out what you were getting from them the Mm -hmm. faster you can heal from the situation so yeah but yeah i think that's I think that about covers it. it, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our uh, stances and opinions on situationships. Relational purgatory. Relational purgatory. I like that. I liked it too. That was cool. It's very defining of of what that feels like in Mm -hmm. those situations. Um, And it can be solved very easily and very quickly. Yeah. Please, I beseech all of you, therefore (laughs) brethren, to be with an individual that wants you as much as you want them. Oh, Doth thou want a relationship 
I don't know the old English, whatever. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> Believe yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I 100 percent understand what's trying to. Because uh, you said brethren, I did. Yeah, so that triggered my brain. Anyways, all right, let's end this episode <laughs> <laughs> before it gets weird. Uh, too late. Oh my gosh. Um, per usual, uh, just follow us on all of our social media at we dot the intellectuals. Uh, we are posting on YouTube if you want to see our faces and our reactions. They will get better with time, of course, Um, because especially the earlier ones, as we said, Mm. that uh, Jem is editing. Uh, We were not nearly as aware of the camera. Looking back. Um, those older videos is painful oh gosh it's painful I don't, yeah like you thought you were doing so good right but that just means we grew and that's great it's I mean, at, yeah. le- at least we're not the same you yeah, know what i right? mean Could that would imagine? be even worse and Could we were unaware of it that sucks oh that'd that be so sucks. bad i would be embarrassed yeah yeah would be pretty horrible we the intellectual where where oh my but gosh yeah, nah. we did get our first i guess our version of viral it's not actually viral but i mean TikTok. viral enough viral. it's all about it's all about uh, relation right, right? exactly we finally got past the 200 on our jail, TikTok, tiktok we got seventeen thousand views on our tiktok and it was really good it was from our breakup episode right. i think you guys really enjoyed that one mm-hmm. uh and so, it's so funny like what goes viral yeah like there's always there's so many points that i'm like oh yeah that would work oh yeah mm-hmm. that's the one right totally. there and then it's never what you it's think it's never what you think it's never what you think what people you just don't know what people want what what, yeah. what do the people want but I mean, given that, I think that's why, like, doing our dating apps episode, doing this episode about mm-hmm. situationships, I hope it's kind of tapping into more of what people want to see right. in terms, of, like, we, you know, the breakups episode being such a popular episode mm-hmm. with people. Um, but yeah, very good what stuff. What we're seeing is that y'all are lonely and oh, broken no. and miserable. <laughs> Damn, we all are <laughs> in our own way. Oh, yeah, yeah, we in our own way. It's okay, Jim. You don't have to speak about it now. <laughs> I'm just literally saying shit. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. Let us know what y'all think about the episode, and we'll see you next time. Because at yes. the end of the day, I'm Jim and I'm Renee, and we're the intellectuals, intellectuals. signing off. Until next time, bye. bye.